Hey guys, just want to put out some bonus content for you. So there's another podcast out there called Deep Fried Conspiracies. I helped my friend Trent Janky start a long while ago. Trent Janky and Jim Colby both host this podcast. It's their podcast, Deep Fried Conspiracies. The idea is that uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot less informational. It's just a you know a few guys sitting down having a good time deep frying a conspiracy. Whether they believe it or not, they're going to have a good time. Is the whole goal of the podcast. I've been helping with the podcast for a long time, and there's an old episode that I did talking about eel reproduction. So I figured, uh, got his permission, and figured I would showcase Deep Fried Conspiracies on the Aquarium Guys podcast. This is a bonus episode. Again, uh, check it out, deepfriedconspiracyspodcast.com. Subscribe if you want to get some laughs. Again, less information, more comedy. Certainly give it a go. And if this is the first podcast you're listening to for the Aquarium Guys, this is in no way a representation of what's on the Aquarium Guys channel. Stop here. Go to the normal numbered episodes. Those are where you're going to get you know, um, less comedy and uh, more information on the aquarium hobby. This is purely just talking about eel reproduction and any conspiracy that may go along with that. So enjoy. Again, deepfriedconspiracies.com. You'll find them on every platform that the Aquarium Guys is on. Give them a go and enjoy the comedy. We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Jimmy. Yes, sir. How you doing tonight? I am hornier than a two-pecker doll. <laughs> Are you? What happened then? Huh? What happened? I only got one pecker, so I took care of it halfway. What? <laughs> Never mind. What? I'm Jim Colby. What? Wait a second. I feel like we need but to insert up, some up, Woody Woodpecker on sound effects here. <laughs> yeah. The editor who will take care of that later. Excellent. Yep. The editor takes care of that later. <laughs> so, welcome back to Deep Fry Conspiracies. I'm Trent Janky. I'm Jim Colby. Yeah, you don't care anymore. Who's our special guest? Well, special guest. He came out of the closet for the second time. I, I came out of the closet because you people won't leave me alone. We slid no, pizza under the door, eat now, it, and stay us, in there. Us people. That's not talking about us people. No, no. I'm talking to you listeners, all right? Yeah. Uh, we had an episode talking about Subway Tuna, right? And in it, you guys talked about the beginnings of the podcast. We were nice enough to bring up everything about what happened. Right. And we gave the credit where credit was due. I the appreciate problem, You said nice things about me for once. The problem is, is we gave credit where credit was due because now... So let me, let me explain this, right? <laughs> Uh, we started the podcast, right? This is Trent and Jim's podcast. I'm here to facilitate getting it kicked off. Uh, after it's been <laughs> thoroughly kicked off and kicked in the bucket, I go back in the closet. All right. Uh, I went back in the Cheerios closet here and there. And now you guys have been bitching to come uh, for me to come back. So I will come back on occasion. But you got to remember that there's other people here to do this. So uh, I'll, I'll do one for y'all. All right. And then you leave me alone. All right. Leave me to the closet where I can finally taste that fake Subway tuna. <laughs> and the yoga mat bread. <laughs> yoga mat bread. Because that, that's what's in there. You know, before we go to any emails or anything, that episode made me so just burn inside. Uh, the CEO of Subway came out and said, we have made history. No major food, fast food chain has ch- changed more menu items uh, this go around than Subway just has. I just went to Subway and I couldn't tell the difference. They're, they're, what, they added avocado. They've had that before. They added pats of rubber uh, mozzarella. Other than that, it's pretty much all the same shit. Even the Subway tuna is still the same. 
Even after all the scandal, you know, finding it's fake, well, yeah, but the whole thing, and they didn't even change it. Yeah, they came out with like the whole thing where, oh, it's not fake. They probably changed it. They probably spit it now. Yeah. Something. I don't know if that's like one gigantic send it back it. to the kitchen and someone gets dandruff in it, you know? <laughs> and they just did it corporate wide. Uh, yeah. They're like, wipes it on the junk. <laughs> yeah, we don't see any tuna in this. All right, let's double down and not change it. All right. Anyways, let's go if, on if with it. Do you have news broke, and announcements? Don't fix it. It's, it's like broke, it's, it's kind of like when your wife says, "I think you have a gambling problem," and you go, "You want to bet?" <laughs> hey, see, <laughs> just bet. double down on it. You like, just double Subway down. just metaphorically the grabbed their balls and said, "Suck it," and then eat my tuna. <laughs> All right, so suck it, Trebek. We got Trebek. <laughs> we got an email again from Peter, the huh, sunfish Peter? guy, who is the only one that messages from the UK. Peter, you're my favorite. So. Remember, this is the UK. They have a different language somewhat than us. So all the grammatical errors in here are from Chinese. Well, yeah. Yes. We'll go with that. So Peter says. <laughs> He's not Italian. <laughs> I mean, Give don't... me the pepperoni pizza. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Peter. I like Italian Peter better. <laughs> Italian Peter. Oh, do an Italian Wow. Accent. Yes, do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can hold it the whole do time. Do an Italian. Yeah. I don't know if I can hold. Never mind. Let's go places. <laughs> Evening. Hope all is well. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I wish everybody was here to see the hand gestures that he's doing like this. Everybody everybody got to listen to me now. Everybody knows you have to do the hand gesture. Italians are the one stereotype we can all get behind and make fun of without being called racist. (laughs) You know what I mean? Thank you, Mario. So my autistic son, who loves the World War II, asked a few weeks ago, was it hard to dig a trencher? I said, I don't know. Go outside and give it a go. Now my garden is awful. It is unlevel in. The- <laughs> I can't even push the microphone away. <laughs> you can do this. Finish up. This is going good. Peter will be happy. Keep going. So we got a kid doing a trench. Okay. Uh, remember, all the grammatical areas are from Peter. Now my garden is awful. It is unlevel in loved. It's just not my thing. I recently took the carpet out of the living room and I thought I will roll it up. Whoa, so he took the rug from the living room. <laughs> I can't even look at you, man. Don't. Don't look at him. I, I can't look at him. Um, I thought I would roll it up and put it in the trench. And when I thought... <laughs> and when I... F- when I, you got this. Okay, Struggle through. You, and you when do I it. feel it, hopefully it will be more level. Well, oh, God, it turned All off. right. Well, it's 11, 12 p.m. over in the UK. And I th- and my bright idea was to do it now. However, my neighbor was having his bedtime cigar and saw me dragging a rolled up a carpet out. Okay. <laughs> he said, hey, <laughs> He said, hey, Peter. <laughs> Come on, you can do this. Do this for the fans. He said, hey, Peter, what are you doing at this time of night? I said, I had enough of my wife. <laughs> With a bottle of beer in hand, I carried on. I think he thought I was being serious. I will let you know if any excavation team turns up. <laughs> Hopefully they'll leave my garden to me. <laughs> Keep up the good to work. I love this shit. All right. So, so I replied so, back. But that had nothing to Just to clarify, no. that had nothing to do with us. Like, we didn't talk about oh, yeah. digging a trench and his kid was None listening. None of our conspiracies have talked about trench digging. All right. So he yes. just he just loves us and wants to, you know, send us cool us stories. Stuff. Yes. Like, you Excellent. all should. So, so, who's, so I, 
So, how are you gonna respond? <laughs> well, I responded by Italian. Uh, no, not Italian. What now? What German? Uh, in English. It, yes. Do it German. Do it in German. I, I can't do German. I can't. I can't no, do German. dude, that's hilarious. Keep me up to date with what's going on. All right. Just because why wouldn't you want to know? Assuming we got an update by now. And he gave me an update that same day. Oh God! The he hung on my out. wife to make sure she was okay. <laughs> okay. Then came outside and called me the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I just you know <laughs> the laughing emojis and whatever and called it good. <laughs> so that story was just too good not to share, even though it had nothing to do with one of our episodes. We no, don't care if we no, like that shit. No, You're getting on the podcast. Just, it's just you sent me something funny, and I had to put it out with the world. It's just how this works. And I think on top of it all, you know, gay Italian Peter, <laughs> appreciate what you all did right, tonight, Peter. I promise, if you send us stuff, hopefully it's not a long paragraph. It'll always be. In I will Italian. try to do it in Italian. <laughs> Yeah, th- this this almost should have required video. Honestly, <laughs> I, I peed I peed myself. You have to do the hand motions. It's how it works. All right, you got any other news? Uh, no, actually, I have no other news. But what I do want to do is throw it back to you to tell us what the hell we're talking about today. Well, I think I'd like to push out more information first. So <laughs> about what Trent and I sat <laughs> about down. About what we got bored one night. What do you, you sound like you're in a toilet? What are you I pushing push out? out we got to push, push it out. out? Uh, we, we got bored one night and Trent and I are working on a merch line. Oh and no, don't talk about this now. No, don't talk about it now. Oh, It'll be coming out soon. Maybe by the time this comes out even. Okay. So check the website, check the social media for, uh, merch and above all else, go to discord, you know, deepfriedconspiracies.com, bottom of the webpage, you'll find discord and you'll find the link for the new merch. It's soon to come out. And let me tell you, we went, we're not putting a lot of effort. This is a deep fried conspiracies. <laughs> we didn't even try hard. We're deep frying all the art as well. I mean, we're we're not trying hard. I think we picked a couple from our favorite uh, bits in some episodes. So be prepared for some really obscure, inappropriate deep fried art. Uh, and of course, the logo. I mean, you got to have one. Well, with the, logo. the logos are yeah. That's just a given. But hundred uh, percent. Yeah, it's <laughs> the outlines we have right now are uh, borderline. Do you want to just give it out? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Check it out. Go it's to the borderline. Discord. <laughs> just put it this way: Trent will be proud wearing them. Uh, maybe even some fanny packs. Uh, well, if we maybe. if we do fanny packs, can we have Gabe Italian Peter <laughs> well, on the in, front in honor like of, Waldo, but doing it like this in honor of Gay Italian <laughs> Peter, like this. <laughs> in honor of Gay Italian Peter, we're going to uh, mark down specifically just the UK uh, purchasing. So if you're from the UK, you're going to get an absurd discount uh, <laughs> just for for Gay Italian Peter. So much much more than North America is getting. All right, so today's topic is uh, eels, you know, the, the slimy things that we're all not really obsessed about or even know much about at all. Uh, I feel like this is going a different direction. What kind of eels are you talking about here? Eels. Uh, so North American and European eels specifically. You still haven't answered my question. Uh, what kind of eels? Yeah. Not ones in my mouth. Oh, okay, good. Yes. No. The research is... Uh, it's been a long, I mean, we're talking centuries old conspiracy about where eels come from. No one has a clue. Like their mothers? Yeah. Like they, they don't know about moms. They don't know about dads. And the problem is, is when they find these eels in the river systems, they have biopsied them. Aristotle himself theorized that he has no clue and they just spontaneously come out of mud. Uh, they've torn them apart and they find no genitalia. There is no reproductive system on eels. Uh, even down to mo- more modern times, we've only found handfuls of North American and European eels with eggs. There's no male 
uh, genitalia, and the whole idea and life cycle of the eel have been a mystery from uh, for centuries. So uh, here's what we know, gentlemen, and I need your help too. Uh, so to are they like the this. asexual bastards, like freaking uh, snails are? I, uh, snails, like for instance, there's some snails that can uh, be of both genders. Uh, so that's what we like typically go for the asexual uh, nature. Yeah. Uh, again, not a lot known. Oh, so we'll okay. go. We'll go to the drawing board right. here. I, I I dated the eel one time. Did you? Uh, anyway. No, I did. <laughs> anyway. And I don't want to hear this. No, no. The, the audience needs to hear this. <laughs> okay. I dated an eel one time. All right. You don't even need to bring your own lube. Right. Oh, yeah, they was. supply it. Excellent. There it is. That's good. Uh, so specifically, uh, American, uh, North American and European eels, they're, they're very similar, right? They We know that they migrate upstream, and when they get bigger, they go downstream out back to the ocean. They're able to handle both fresh and salt waters. Just have no clue how they reproduce, where they reproduce. So let's go to the chart. Again, Aristotle believed that it was spontaneous generation, that simply they just rub themselves in mud, and they just spontaneously come out of mud. That's that's how they the idea they reproduce. Like the eggs are in their skin or something, and then the the mud is like the baby gravy that just pops them. Like there's some sort of spore off of their bot, their slime coat mixes with mud, and then they spontaneously uh, appear. That was his thought. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, other uh, theories down the centuries have been they go to a place, they die, and their decomposing matter uh, falls off in chunks, much like starfish. Uh, that people always thought uh, old sailors and wooden ships thought that starfish you know were a nuisance getting in their net so they chop them up so they kill them throwing overboard well every piece would turn into a new starfish stupid ass people <laughs> right <laughs> made it made the problem even worse so they thought that hey maybe eels you know ch- cut a chunk off an eel throw it back in maybe that uh you know re- uh, spontaneously turns into another eel people had literally no idea so Let's go to the chart and what we've learned up to this point. So uh, in front of us, we have a picture of the researched morphs, kind of like a caterpillar to a cocoon to a butterfly, the morphs of an eel. So originally, uh, they just thought that there was two stages. They go from small eel that was hatched from somewhere. They have no idea where came from somewhere called an elver, right? A baby eel. And then it goes into a couple different, what they thought originally were species of eels. So they have the yellow eel and they have a silver eel, which let me tell you, not only size differences, color differences, fin adaptations, you would swear to different species. Following them and tracking them show that that's just another stage. So they go from elvers, the small eels, to yellow eel, adolescence, to adult eels, silver eels. That's what they've mapped for years. Now, as far back as they can find documentation, no one really knew what was going on, but they found what they call glass eels. They're these tiny, you know, inch to two inch, like uh, ink pen, uh, about the size of an ink, the ink inside a pen, mm-hmm. right? That straw. Mm-hmm. And they're tiny, itty bitty glass eels going up uh, North American uh, streams from the ocean. So like, hey, we see them go out when they're big. We see tiny, just fry, basically, called glass eels mm-hmm. uh, come in when they're small. No clue on what's going on. So, going down, I think it was a gentleman in the 1800s, uh, did, he was doing ocean research, had nothing to do with the eels, and he was keeping himself petri dishes. He goes out, collects all these uh, different types of uh, species. Now, I'm not going to pronounce this word here. I'm going to u- see if I can play a, uh, a Google, Googleized word just so I can get that pronounced. It is called Leptosophilus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Laptosophilus. Laptosophilus. 
Laptisophilus. I can't. I can't make this shit up. Laptis. What? Laptophilus. La- la- oh can't you get a shot for that? Leptophilus. 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 It's it's really difficult. This brought to you by Leptophilus. <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> I, I tried to time it. Brought to you by whatever the hell it's called. Laptisophilus. Laptisophilus. Right. So that's a mouthful. Thank you, uh, people. But it's it's a tiny little. So is Jimmy. It's a tiny little uh, larvae-style creature, right, that they commonly find all over the ocean in different size variations. So he got these, and they essentially look like a flat piece of ribbon or tape. I mean, they don't even look like an eel at all. In no way they resemble an eel. So they get these little, for lack of a better word, uh, ocean bugs, and he had them in uh, containers that he was watching, doing other research for other things he was scooping, but they happened to be in there. And then as he's watching them, feed eat and grow he watches his samples morph into glass eels accidentally discovering the next stage of the missing links for the eels hmm. interesting so moving on in the future uh scientists started looking for these uh Leptisophilus. Uh, looking for these bugs, right? And they started looking all over the Atlantic Ocean, right? And they find them in different sizes. So they know that it's the part of the eels um, morph cycle, right? So the idea is if you find them smaller, you're closer to where they come from, right? And as they travel across the ocean, getting to the rivers, you will find them bigger, right? That's the logical cycle of things, right? Mm-hmm. So they kept sampling these from different inch sizes. And over the years of doing this research, they finally pinpointed the smallest known samples uh, right in the epicenter of the Bermuda Triangle in the Sargasso Sea. Goal figure. Go figure. Now, for those of you that don't know about the Sargasso Sea, if you ever see those uh, videos talking about how much trash we throw in the ocean and that we're killing the planet, it's basically a bunch of filmmakers going to the center of the Sargasso Sea because if you take the Atlantic Ocean... Is that next to Uranus? It's basically... I'm saying it's the anus of the ocean. That's right. If you take the Atlantic Sea and watch the currents that go through the sea, there's a giant... It's like a toilet flushing. There's a giant swirl going right in the center of the Sargasso Sea. Into a black hole. Right. So the, the trash all accumulates mainly in one place. And goes to outer space. It can't float off. It goes to outer space. The flow keeps gone. it right in the sargan- uh, center of the Sargasso Sea. So there's projects that's trying to clean up the ocean, but let me tell you, there's not a lot of dollars going to clean up the ocean. So we're, we're talking about, this uh, in the epicenter of the Bermuda Triangle, the garbage pit of the world seas, Right, and in the center of that, somewhere in this uh, mayhem, you'll find what was this mysterious holy grail of uh, how eels come to be. Are you sure it's just not like a big greasy condom? <laughs> <laughs> Probably many of them. <laughs> so again, conspiracy theorists uh, believe that you know plastics seeds are embedded inside our plastics, and as the plastics degrade in the sea, eels uh, eels suddenly appear. But of course, that doesn't hold up because you know eels have been around for centuries. So, uh, a lot longer than plastic. A lot longer than <laughs> we've been doing modern plastic. So then, you know, not a lot of thought process is going to those weirdos. But still, no one has yet to find a single area where they spawn. It's very rare to find any adults even close to the Sargasso Sea. They any- have found them in the ocean, but not anywhere near where the the most dense, smallest Leptisophilus are. <laughs> So keep that shit tabbed. Pro- the process just get back. Yeah, I'm gonna back. keep that shit tabbed. Uh, are so so is this is this is that theory kind of like around where like flies? Because if you if you just leave something somewhere, now obviously you open the door a few times, but I swear to God, you leave something somewhere. 
for a day or so. Flies like a, just randomly kind of like coconuts grow out of it. No, <laughs> no, no. We're not talking about no, coconuts today. No more coconuts. No. Hey, that's a theory. Maybe someone jizzing some coconuts anyway, and throw it in Anyway, so I, I, I swear to you, that, that, that's probably just like the whole fly. I think because I swear to God, flies just come out of nowhere. Maybe they're from Uranus. <laughs> You're trying to push this Uranus thing, aren't you? What kind of eel hits your eye like a big pizza pie? That's a Mori. Mori eel. Get it? No. <laughs> God damn it, you got me! You got me! What kind of eel hits your eye like a big pizza pie? That's a Mori. You should have Gabe Peterson that. Gabe <laughs> <laughs> Peterson that? Yeah, that's, why not? What? That's a beautiful song. What is what kind of eel hits your eye? It's like a big pizza pie. That's a mori. Trent would do it better, but that we'll, we'll save do that what? for another one. It's what a mori eel. They'll have to see that mori on your future what? Patreon page. Oh, my what? God. Yeah. What? To sing that song. Sing what song? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... You, you son of a... <laughs> F-bomb's going like crazy. So the Bermuda Triangle has always been centered in a million conspiracy theories. Uh, compasses don't work in certain spots. They Even as of recent, like modern day, they've seen things that they've n- never documented correctly in the Bermuda Triangle. For instance, there's all types of manta rays and um, uh, I want to say kites, uh, skates uh, and different rays that conglomerate in the Bermuda Triangle in thousands of numbers and never seen it before. Uh, they found uh, these giant migratory paths of different crab species in just walls suddenly that's never been documented. And this is stuff that's happened within the last few years. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle is just surrounded in a modern mystery. There's storms that brew. Generally, every uh, one of our uh, hurricanes begin somewhere in the center of the Bermuda Triangle, spin up, and then, you know, shit on our New Orleans, like every... Well, that's their fault for being, like, what, something under the frickin' sea level. Yes, uh, people didn't, like, think, like, hmm, could we get washed up making a city here? Nah. Nah, it's just nah, a port you're town. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hudat Nation yeah. that doesn't doesn't stay dry uh, often. Explain to me why you would want to stay in a place where you... I mean, yeah, hurricanes happen once every so often, but you're going to build a house once every five years. Well, I mean... The the uh, going in Florida, seeing some of these like special contractors do these cement houses and whatnot, it's pretty aggressive. Like if you could do it right, I'd be fine. There's a whole like new episode of Flip My House or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like they take a trailer house and then basically just cement <laughs> it to the cement world. That some bitch down. <laughs> Tornadoes hate trailer houses. Yes, it's How a proven fact. Oh, it's you... no, I've seen T-shirts. Excuse me, they don't hate them. Tornadoes are horny for trailer houses. That's what it is, right there. Tornadoes right. Trailer houses make tornadoes horny. But yeah, I mean. Chicka chicka boink boink. Magnetic <laughs> north. <laughs> Sorry. That was loud. Holy shit. When an eel bites your thigh, you're just swimming by. That's the morning. What? What? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know you don't know. Please tell me you're Googling these as we're sitting here. He's obviously has oh, a obviously. Brain Fantastic. Yeah. That's why he brought his computer. You, you save all of them. When you're down by the sea and an eel bites your knee, that's a morning. What? <laughs> anyway. Uh, these are sponsored anyway. by DadJokes.com. No, by nothing. You, you <laughs> long name, amazing results. <laughs> but yeah, again, uh, Magnetic North has been uh, talked about how randomly doesn't work in the Bermuda Triangle or intermediately. That's right. a whole nother podcast. Right? And and uh, I, I watched a thing on National Geographic just recently, who, who by the way, they don't sponsor us. Nope, they should. They don't. I think a lot of people should sponsor us. Yeah. You know what? You don't even have to sponsor us. Just send us big checks with 10 figures. But anyway. All zeros. Yeah. That's right. Zero, 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 zero. It's all the way down. But anyway, in the uh, 
what did you just call it? The Bermuda Triangle. There are so many different currents coming into that. It, like Robbie said, it's a big toilet just swirling around. It is honestly the giant it, epicenter toilet. Like, it, it is that in, where it drains into the uh, yeah. to the Earth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably into a black hole out into outer space. Right. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> is this like a shoot where all the stuff we do and then yeah. just goes to a black hole which fires it into space? But that makes it makes total black sense. You got, you got all these out. different currents in there, and that's what a lot of this crap happens out the Bermuda. So is that triangle. why we can't see inside black holes? Is because it just goes back into the Earth one big loop? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's fair. Okay. But yeah, there there's all different types of uh, of stuff saying, you know, how eel numbers are down because our waste is all, uh, you know, essentially swirling this toilet bowl called the Sargasso Sea and killing uh, eels and different species. But still, no one knows how they reproduce. I mean, the the slimy sex creature, you know, that represents a penis. It it's bothered society. Forever. I mean, it feels like it could be just like a snake would just wrap around each other 25,000 times until someone pops. Can you imagine the slime balls? I, I choose not How to. How would you know when the eel came? I choose not to. No, you know? no, 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 Jimmy. Let's have this conversation. The no, European let's not ones, have this conversation. The European eels have a ribbon, <laughs> according to our <laughs> episode two or three or whatever. <laughs> episode three, four. All right. We don't talk about it. Remember. Uh, we do have uh, we do have a question from one of my friends. They said, uh, "Which eels have the worst teeth?" And clearly, the European ones. Um, so, yes. Wow! Nice. Up high. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Get your high five out of my face. So I'm gonna pick on a, a TikTok. This TikTok actually is uh, went absolutely viral. For people. I love those TikToks. TikToks. They're oh, I, the little orange ones are my favorite. Let's breathe friendly together. Yes. Yes. Here we TikTok. go. That's not COVID friendly that have tortured scientists oh, for, of all of the mysteries that have tortured scientists for centuries the one that is by far the most bizarre to me is that to this day we still don't know where eels come from or more accurately how eels make there be more eels you heard me correctly we have been to the moon and yet we still do not know how eels sexually reproduce and even weirder than that what little we know about the reproductive cycle involves the bermuda triangle and i couldn't even make that up Okay, so freshwater eels, or anguilla anguilla, are really weird creatures. First of all, if you dissect one and you look inside, you will not find sexual organs. There are not eggs, there is not sperm or testicles, there are no sexual reproductive organs that have ever been observed inside of an eel while it's being dissected. Secondly, if you take eels and you put them together, even if you put on Marvin Gaye, they will not have sex with each other. We have never <laughs> observed eels mating in captivity That's or a fact. in the wild. What we do know, and this is where it gets really weird, is that old eels will go from freshwater rivers out into the saltwater ocean, which we'll talk about how crazy that is in a second. Then they will go to the Bermuda Triangle, and then new eels will come back. I swear to God, I'm not making that up. You can Google this. This is a mystery, by the way, that has plagued humans for a very, very long time. Aristotle, like the famous philosopher, thought that eels spontaneously emerged from mud out of some magical force or something. Also, the transition that an eel undergoes between its earliest stage that we know about, the larva stage, and the full-grown adult stage involves so many different metamorphical changes to its body, including its shape and its color and its physical abilities, that for a very long time, people on Earth, like European naturalists, thought that the different stages of eel development were completely different animals, and they didn't put that together for a really long time. Now, of course, we know they're all stages of development of the same Anguilla Anguilla freshwater eel, but still super weird. 
Also, let's just take a second to talk about how weird it is that eels can go from freshwater to saltwater and back. Basically, no other sea-bearing animal can do that. If you take a normal freshwater fish and throw it in the ocean, it is definitely going to die. This, this tortures me. I lie awake at night thinking about this. I wake up in the morning, first thing I think about, before I even open my eyes, where the fuck do eels come from, okay? So now you have to live with this information, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, have you guys, speaking of that, have you guys seen that? There was, I saw a video or TikTok or whatever it was. This people, like, we're going to go save fish. So they go out, go to like a Walmart or something, buy a bunch of goldfish, and then go toss them in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Stupid as shit yeah. I've ever seen in my like, life. Oh, my God, we just saved a bunch of fish. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it, that. it just doesn't make any sense. So let's review, right? The, the things that we haven't mentioned uh, for absolutely weird shit, because this whole story is like, honestly, sci-fi at this point. Uh, we're talking about a European eel traveling, what, a third away across the world? It's going from the Bermuda Triangle, swimming across the entire Atlantic Ocean, making it to Europe, going not just upstream, but all the way. We're talking across Europe, some uh, places even dipping into Russia. Just blows my mind. Uh, that, is, by far, is one of the longest migratory cycles of any creature on the planet. There's only, like, a couple birds that get close. Maybe whales? Thinking whales. Yeah, whales can go from, like, one yeah. to another. But we're talking, uh, you know, some of the biggest creatures besides Jimmy's dick. Uh, no, biggest, biggest creatures. Yeah, yeah biggest yeah, creatures. Biggest creatures. Biggest. Yeah, he got an enlargement surgery. Recently. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Viagra wasn't working. Both inches. Well. Both inches. <laughs> so yeah, I, that migration path for you know tiny tiny larvae creatures turning into eels, and then going into what can only be described as completely separate species of eels, but finding out that they're same. So. What, do they just grow 13 penises? Like, it's another morph stage? They just suddenly become a tentacle monster when they arrive at the Bermuda Triangle? Uh, don't know. But, okay, people have come with, with this whole thing, and mysteries take money. And they only put in money to what they think they're going to get something back out of or some conglomerate risk. The reason we went to the moon, gentlemen, which may maybe we didn't, that's a theory, uh, is because we were afraid... The communists were going to get there first, uh, make a base, and then put pressure and control across the world with communism, right? There was a motivation to take our dollars and do the research and get up to the moon. Uh, people are like, oh, eels are gross. They're, you know, people, when they catch them, they don't want them. Well, uh, I'm here to tell you differently. In Japan and other Asian countries, the eel is treated much like the American hot dog. Uh, they're literally a mad delicacy. Everybody eats them as a staple, and they particularly peak to outrageous numbers in summertime when they have things like eel dogs. I they, mean, are we, are we talking like the whole 4th of July hot dog eating contest where they slurp down eels? Yes. Oh, my God. That's literally... I mean, there, there's videos of like children being like, ooh, eel dogs. It's, it's sold in hot dog carts for some of the lower <laughs> class citizens, oh. but because it become, it's become so expensive and there's such a history of how they eat eels that these chefs take 30 plus years to master their craft on how they cook eels. I shit you not. Because you, some of the eels have poison in them. You can have, uh, was it Wagyu beef? Yes. Uh, that, you know, you have to be a Michelin star restaurant to, uh, you know, probably cook that. But shit, eels, they take 30 plus years. Some people say your entire life to master on how to cook them. 
Did did you see the, the guy on TikTok that went and had a Wagyu beef at this place? And uh, it was like twelve ninety nine, and he said, "There's no way it's Wagyu beef." And and the guy assured him it was Wagyu beef, and so he ordered the the, the sixteen ounce or whatever it was. It was twelve ninety nine an ounce. Oh my god! Holy shit! I mean, Holy it, whatever it was, it was about two hundred dollars for the steak. Jesus! Holy shit! Okay, so. To, to wrap your head around this, the demand, because in, in America, we just slaughter more cows. We have farms. We know how cows breed. We artificially inseminate cows, and we have factoried out cows. So we can have, you know, uh, pigs the same way. We can have hot dogs for 4th of July. We can have our accommoda- uh, accommodations for our selected favorite foods. In the Asian countries, specifically Japan, they have eaten so many eels that there isn't native species. There's low numbers of native species to capture. And there's still no wane in popularity of eels. So to accommodate this for a fish that they do not know how procreates, they instead reach out to other countries because, again, there's nobody you know, farming out eels. So instead they go out to other countries and pay absorbent amounts of money for glass eels as they come into the headwaters of rivers. Just eat them. Uh, n- much more complicated process than just eating glass heels. It's like spaghetti. So, for instance, in like, there's only a few places in North America that you can do this because it's illegal to take that uh, population. <laughs> illegal. So eel legal. Illegal. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. E- illegal. Illegal. You illegal. mean an eel joke? It's a gay Peter joke. I mean an eel joke. Yeah. What was the joke? So anyway, uh, there's a couple places like uh, in Maine and whatnot, uh, different rivers, and people that got grandfathered in. Maybe they're you know let's let's pick an excuse because I don't I, I don't know off the top of my head some of these. I'm only doing some uh, some research on this. Let's pretend like in Minnesota, for instance, uh, we're not allowed to collect wild rice, but the Native Americans are allowed to collect wild rice. We're not allowed to put up casinos, but the Native Americans are allowed to put up casinos, aren't they, Jimmy? Same specifically poking poking out you. That's because I deliver right, to Jimmy. You, yeah. you deliver to the... I, d- I deliver up there. You deliver to the nations. Yes. So, uh, you deliver bread, specifically, not just strippers. Um, so, not people that have strippers. grandfathered rights or Native American rights, or maybe they talk to their you know local DNR into it to have a small season on these things, collect glass eels. And as of, I'm looking up some uh, more modern dates, uh, one kilo of glass eels just a kilo with a little water in it so it might not be 100 percent glass eels and they're now mind you extremely slimy which adds a lot of weight one kilo of glass eels is about 35 to forty thousand dollars i'd rather start cocaine for glass eels no it's like an american dollars yes that's american dollars okay 35 to forty thousand dollars for glass eels why aren't you raising these things in your basement well i mean if you look at ivory prices for rhinos I mean, they're getting a ridiculous amount for one horn. There is no room this for This is rhino. the new rhino. I'm pretty sure you should raise rhinos instead. Rhinos, are, uh, some of the rhinos are gone now just because of that, right? Uh, eels are soon to follow, and we don't even know how they screw and make more eels. We are ravaging rivers across the United States, across other countries and systems for just enormous amounts of money to have people to have, you know, essentially Asian hot dogs. So they take these glass seals, like you were saying, Trent. <laughs> wow. Asian hot dogs. So you've pissed off the American natives so far. Right. And now the Asians. I've also pissed off constitutional pissed uh, off the Italians. patriots the from uh, you know, the peanut butter the episode. Italians. Yeah. The a- African-Americans because of the peanut butter episode. And Italians. Uh, gay Italians, specifically. Just gay Italians. Yes. And you're giving me shit about dad jokes? 100%. Wow. 100%. Okay. So, then so, so in, this, mo- in this sense, 
looking at your image here. Right. The whole lifespan of an eel, you know, going from different colors and whatever. The ones that I have in my tank at my house, the fire eels, where does that land? This is at? not, yours is not the traditional freshwater eel. It's a different species of eel, and that doesn't leave the water system. Uh, but there's still a bunch of mysteries on electric eels. There's a bunch of, you have what they call fire eels in the aquatic trade. Yep. We know how they breed. Those can be farmed. It's harder, but it can be done. So you're saying we could breed these, sell them to the Chinese. Oh, no. Make a ton of money. Oh, no. See, yours can't be filleted nicely, and they grow slow. Oh. These grow wicked fast. And, oh, fun f- uh, facts about these mysterious alien fucking creatures. They are 100% omnivorous. They will eat shit off the bottom of rivers. You give them anything with anything at all, and they'll eat it. Uh, plant life, rotting material, fresh meat. <laughs> no, don't. don't. Uh, they particularly like <laughs> decaying things. If you see, you know. Well, Jimmy's decaying. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stop. Take, take the loss. Take, he just, just he's just gritting the, the L, L on that one. <laughs> you can see the mouth open up, but you know when it's Fuck you. There you go. <laughs> we got it out. We got it. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So okay, I've had questions. Of, why don't you grab them at the larvae stage? Well, they're where's scattered the, across the ocean. Say, where is the larvae stage? Right. Yeah. They can't get large numbers of them, but when they're glass eels, they can essentially close off a river mouth and net them up. So the, these the glass thousands. eels the glass eels grow like crazy. So uh, I mean we, they all we, grow Jimmy, fast. Jimmy the whole I, creature does. Jimmy and I just came back from the state fair. Yes, we did. So do we weren't have, together. No, but do Thank they have foot long eeled <laughs> eel corn dogs out there? I don't know. I was pretty drunk when I was there. They deep fry everything. They yeah. deep fry the e- eels and uh, they they have a barbecue thing. It's like they take the eel, they slice it up, and they have four skewers. So you have four pieces of eel on these four skewers. And they're again, it's like parallel to each other. So it's like, and then they have to flip them, touch them a lot. Uh, apparently, eels are very finicky meat, so it's very hard to cook properly, which is why it takes a lifetime to figure out how to cook these things. So that's why at the Minnesota State Fair they have eel on a stick, on a stick, on a stick, on a stick, on a stick. So they take these glass eels. You're asking if they can just eat those directly? <laughs> no, yeah, just- uh, they're way too valuable at the glass stage. And what they do is they take these eels again, one kilo. Just going to remind you again, one kilo, $35,000, $40,000 on up. They take these to farms in Asian countries and they grow them out. And they're, again, uh, eels are supposed to be uh, hardy, but when you have them in enclosed ca- uh, areas with by the thousands and you're farming them out, uh, Jimmy and I both know, being on the Aquarium Guys podcast. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Uh, we... <laughs> We've seen farmers, you know, they get one disease and it wipes out the whole crop. When you're talking, when you're talking about one, (laughs) the farmer gets syphilis and their whole crop goes out. Yeah. (laughs) Gone. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. They get one disease. One more, Jimmy. Herpes. One more. Something else. What was that word earlier? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. Hold on. What's that word? Lactosyphilis. That. (laughs) I bet your wiener falls off. I bet your wiener just snaps off in your hand when you're peeing. You hear chink, you just, and you go, well, you my, my wiener just fell it. off. He's going, oh. <laughs> I, I got to screw it back on. That ain't working. <sighs> Thank God for Gorilla Glue. Ooh. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, talking to the talking to these farmers, it's... Uh, you, you've not talked to any farmers. No, no. Like, the, you, there's message boards. There's, oh, there's okay. People have done documentaries Ask on this. Ask a farmer. About the mystery of eels. <laughs> Ask they, a farmer. Ask a farmer. How do eels reproduce? <laughs> they, uh, they have to deal with a lot of diseases... <laughs> Uh, issues and they have to be fed so often because their growth rate is so abnormally fast compared to other creatures that they have to be fed like five six times a day in mass so did your mom help them out with this 
after she raised you? Oh. Oh. I'm not going to touch that one. Do it. Nope. T- touch it. Nope. Touch nope. It. I refuse to touch, touch that touch one. It. Nope. At least my mom doesn't have. Lactosophilus. <laughs> Anymore. That's Anymore. funny. Anymore. That's right. <laughs> Anymore. Got that, that shot. After. Cleared it right up. <laughs> got, got rid of that after you moved out. So the fun thing, you watch some of these documentaries. You can Google this, right? Uh, eel farming. Uh, they make this, it's like a fish paste. They mix it with meal and all kinds of stuff. And it's it, like Nutella. Y- you know, Stop. You know that snot you get as a kid in those little containers? It's like that gooey, sticky, weird snot that you played with. Slime? Yeah. It's like that, but just slightly more consistent. Ah, uh, sponsored to you by Nickelodeon. Not giant, sponsored. They, they put these Not giant sponsored. bales of this like marshmallowy goo shit and just watch thousands of eels, you know, grab a bite, spin, and they just consume these giant goo piles. So do you think it would be sexy if you just lowered your body down into these eels and they just suckled off your nipples and chewed on your buttocks and just you float around Suckled your... on your big toe? Oh. I love your entrepreneur spirit, yes. then, Jimmy. I, to think about it, you know, we don't need no hookers and no whores. What, no what are those fish that, like, does the pedicure or whatever? Oh. Would you just do that for, like, just dip your body and it gets rid of all the shit off your stomach? <laughs> pedicure fish? Pedicure fish. I think it's called l- liposuction. For you. Liposuction. Yeah. Pedicure fish. No, liposuction. Garara Rufa, for those that are science. Garara Rufa. Garara Rufa. Garara Rufa. Hey, say that in Italian. I refuse. We are limiting your your booze before the podcast, gentlemen. At least when I come out of the closet. Did you say gentlemen? You're right. What did I do? How dare I? What did I do? I didn't do shit. Give me. You know what? I'm going to go in your bathroom, and I'm going to come out after I've arriven. After you've arriven. And I'm leaving it right on your kitchen sink. All right, so the moral of the story is... Feed that to the eels, motherfucker. To get a dish of eels in Japan or Asian countries, it's not out of the question, or not uncommon, for $100. $100 bill, boom, there's your your meal of eels. Can I help you? I'd like like a bowl of eels, please. And can you supersize that? And And, Diet Coke. And Diet Coke. Right. The demand is insane. (laughs) The process is insane. And... That proves that there's enough dollars behind this that the entire industry, it's something as popular as we call hot dogs. There's enough millions of dollars, potentially billions of dollars or trillions, market, trillions. Uh, that trillions. you figure someone would put mass amounts of research to find like, a, let's put out a million dollar reward to find where these uh, creatures spawn so we can figure out how to reproduce it or how to preserve the species Artificial so we can still have eel dogs. Artificial inseminated. Right. Well, you know, I've been reading a couple of things on here and they think, they don't know, they think that maybe that the females just release their eggs and the males release their spermazoa just loose in the water. Kind of but like, they, but there's of, no genitalia. What, I don't know. Maybe, there's no, there's no balazoas. Maybe it comes out of their anus. Balazoas. Maybe it comes out of their anusoruses. Maybe it comes out of their anusoruses. I don't know. Anal sources? What? You don't know. What did you just say? Could have come out your anal sores. Anal sores. The anal sores, Rex. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of yeah. like, like having sex on the bus. It's just all over. I'm just saying. What? As long as they don't get on the city bus. Left I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the crazy uh, thing that I bring to you, uh, knowledgeable people, is uh, how, how the hell, where, where would our deep fryers go with this? What, what do you think is happening? I am so <laughs> mesmerized by this whole nonsense of eels maybe swimming up my maybe anus. Maybe the meteors that we see falling out of the sky, you know, or the UFOs that go shooting into the sea, they're just releasing more eels. Yes. Possible. It could be eels. They're just releasing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the aliens. Just, we're harboring aliens in our seas. Well, think about it. Release them. They went up to the, like we talked about, they went in the black hole and we shot all the garbage in outer space. 
eels in the garbage in outer space, and then the eels come back in UFOs. Full loop. Solved. But that would School. that would require eels to have some kind of an intelligence beyond well, I mean, it's not hard for things to have intelligence beyond our intelligence, but we have to have a lot of intelligence to build the ships, unless it's something else collecting the eels and sending them back into our atmosphere to shoot them into the sea. If these eels are so smart to have sex without genitalia, they probably can figure out how to run a UFO. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Grab a lever and just fire. All right, so some of the more you know hilarious, uh, deep-fried conspiracies is that David Attenborough has uh, <laughs> been uh, reincarnated multiple times throughout the centuries, yes. and that he himself takes uh, annual trips to the Bermuda Triangle and uh, has some sort of seance with the eels, and that's what's produced him all these years. <laughs> that... Uh, I think that more people just don't want to lose his documentaries at this point, but uh, good deep fry. I feel like that. I feel like he would be that kind of person where in that old Courage the Cowardly Dog episode where they go down to freaking Australia and throw her into a reverse tornado just so she goes back in time. Jimmy, what do you have for conspiracy? About eels? About where? How do you think they come about? We know where. What are they doing? Is it just coming out of the center of the the universe? What's that old movie? Journey to the center of the universe? Yes. Journey to the center of the earth? Journey to the center of the earth? Yeah. They, they, they put it there. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. <laughs> he, that's what he just did. They put it there. So, Journey to the center of the earth. Was that the one Rock was in? No. no, no this is, I'm no, talking the old before. one. Oh, the old one. This was one that like, was black and white, and I think they colored later. Oh. You don't, you've never seen the movie? No, I've not. Oh. Don't make me watch it. You're too late. He's going to play it. Hold on. You're, the second you say no, Robbie's like, okay, I got to find it. Don't stop believing. It's the first thing that comes up when you put in Journey. I got to see if there's a 1959 trailer. Oh, my gosh, there is. It's old enough where we're not going to get copywritten, boys. It's 1959. Yeah, suck it. We're going to play it. From the world's most foremost creator of amazing adventures, Jules Verne, who gave you Jules Verne. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Is that the guy who wrote the book? Yep. Oh. He also wrote Around the World in 80 Days. I'm liking this as a te- Technicolor movie, by the way. Pretty pretty happy with it. They're not reading this one, Jimmy. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get... Here it is. Well, no human being had ever set foot alone. Went into the interior of the Earth. Is that Doctor Who? Ladies and gentlemen, this is James Mason. Come along with Pat Boone, Pat Boone, me, Arlene Dahl, Diane Baker, and Gertrude the Duck. Gertrude the Duck. Gertrude the Duck. And sounds and wonders no living man has ever witnessed before. Filmed in the incomparable magic of CinemaScope. We'll take our leave of civilization on the bleak, barren wastes of Iceland. Peer in awe at the bottomless crater of an uncharted volcano. Make the perilous descent into the unknown. You'll pioneer with us through countless miles of trackless labyrinths. Discover huge subterranean caverns never beheld by human eye. Become lost in the weird underground maze. You'll find yourself engulfed in grotesque, petrified jungles. Marvel at the fantastically beautiful quartz grotto. Tumble into cascading salt beds. Escape from hissing steam caves. Behold the staggering underground ocean. You'll encounter breathtaking dangers beyond belief here at the center of the earth. Stop. They are warning. You'll never find your companions or your way out. You need me as much as I need you. Stop and come back. 
<laughs> That's just guns echoing through the maze of the earth. Mushroom cheap trees. A crater full of snake. A snake a snake eels? Is that what that said? Snake eels. It was snake eels. Hey! Well, I don't know. They talked about a uh, underground ocean. Oh, yeah. This. Yeah, the eruption of a live volcano underground. The lost city of Atlantis. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to watch that movie. Uh, but the idea is you, you, there's a whole other world underneath the world, right? And uh, eels are there. And that's where they that's reproduce. Where they came from? They're, yeah. they're, they, they just said underground ocean. Why didn't you just start with that? We could just avoid this whole 50-minute yeah. thing. Hey, they here. come from an underground ocean. All right. All right. Check the box. <laughs> Have a good check, day. Check. Goodbye. <laughs> done. And done. You know. 1959 movie. <laughs> Got to check it out. What's it called? Uh, Journey, Journey to, to the, the Center, center of, the of the Earth. Wow. that's That was deep. Real, well, real yeah, deep. it's the center of the Earth. <laughs> I got to look it up now. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about? I, I just I, I have no idea. I mean, if you look at like we're in Minnesota, we have the common loon. Loon is protected in Minnesota. It's a state bird. It's beautiful when it gets here. It is black with white speckles across it. You know, blaring red eyes, a band around its neck. It's a beautiful creature in Minnesota. So is Jimmy's wife. But as soon as it <laughs> migrates, right, it turns into this gray, ugly-looking duck species that people actually shoot and think are pests because it takes their fish out of their ponds. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Nope, not going to say it. My wife has never stolen anything out of your pond, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we tried. We uh, want to hear your deep fries on this. It is a mystery that there's there's millions of dollars that could be pushed into it. People are uh, you know devouring eels in other countries as popular food item. It costs absorbent amounts of money just to get tiny, you know, fine glass eels. Uh, there's no reason why we can't figure this out. But do hit us up with what you think is, or how what it could be, how they could reproduce, where they come from. We don't know. You know, food companies in Asia should be putting out bounties and rewards to figure this out. But here at Today's Fried Conspiracies, we like to pitch in. If you can give us video footage of eels spawning, uh, we'll give you we'll give you ten dollars if it can be proven. Real eels. Don't send us some Spankavision stuff. Right. Uh, Spankavision. No, you don't want that. Ten dollars. <laughs> and, and, and so ten dollar award. I will give you. So $10. Journey to the Center of the Earth was in 1954. They did a remake with our national treasure, Brandon Fraser. There you go. All right. And all so right. if you want to watch something anyway, else, that's probably more exciting. Thank right. you so much for listening to Deep Fried Conspiracies. We'll be back again, as always. Good night and big balls. Uh, big, big balls. <laughs> is that what? From is that ball. what this came to? From Good night ball. and big balls. From white ball. I lo- I love you a long time. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so.